recording. I don't know. Since I moved everything, am I loud enough? You sound great. Mommy, <laughs> well, do I sound good with these headphones? You I sound great me? too. I know. I, I don't know if I should get fancy breezer ones. Or I these got are good enough. <laughs> I oh, actually, I, have, I actually have. I actually have wine. I should get my wine later once we get our drinks out. I think my 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 friend gave us a bottle of wine. Super bitter, but I like red wine anyway. What is that beer? My fancy beer is my salted caramel cold espresso beer. Is open up next after I finish this one. Ooh. Should go get that wine. Water. Water's good. Is it cold water? Is it cold or just room temperature? Somewhat cold water. All right, somewhat. That that it's cold. It works. To warn us when um, when we have to get our drinks up, Tim, so I can get my wine. You can get it at any time, man. Anytime. Like when we start All going fine. conversation, you feel free to jump, jump up and get your wine and come on back in. All right, I'll get it right now. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I'm just pulling up my notes here just to make sure. I mean, it's really not. It's again. It's uh. As I do every time, it's a the buffet style where we're, we have some main topics that we'll have, but it's really all open for all of us to just chit chat about whatever. And of course, uh, there's a few of us who've yeah, been playing. I'm this album. Get our drinks out. <laughs> Jeez, he brought the whole wine bottle out. <laughs> He's got the whole wine bottle. He's having a good time. He should brown bag it. He should put it in a brown bag. <laughs> That wine awesome bottle should be in a brown bag. <laughs> should be in a brown bag, sorry? You put that wine bottle in a brown bag and then drink it straight <laughs> out of there. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't have any brown bags here. I have garbage bags. I think that wouldn't count. Oh, okay. Well, I have this, um, it's in a New York bag. Does that count? <laughs> there, it's perfect. There you go. Never been there. Yeah, they, they have a oh. shit tomorrow thing. It's like, like this and like. You know, it's crazy yeah. if you ever go to if you ever watch to the rest of these guys if you ever watch uh, any of the um, uh, What do they call it the um, whenever they're playing the Nintendo directs at the store and they have people there to watching it and then they've got people who recorded on YouTube I was watching one of them the one of the main people who recorded there and I saw Elvis on there in front of the camera <laughs> and just like hey I know that guy right there <laughs> yeah awesome. I want to get there someday our friend uh, Kirby GCN makes those videos all the time whenever there's a big event um, he recorded like our, our live streams and whatnot they're always super fun my friends stop going to them because it gets too crowded but I still like to go to them my friend Pierre is this for them I mean, we, we haven't done it at all because of quarantine, COVID, and like that, yeah. so that sucks, you know. Yeah. The last, I think, was, like, back in early March or something like that. It, it sucks. But they're always, they're always so fun, especially during the E3 ones. Those are always a blast, which is a, it's a little annoying because um, since there's so many people, there's, like, people in the top floor and people in the bottom floor, but, like, the top floor is, like, ahead of the people in the bottom floor. So whenever there's, like, a huge announcement, you hear cheers at the top, and then, like, two <laughs> or three seconds later... The announcer comes to the bottom. If that makes sense. It's like a yes, little delay. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when that happens, like oh shit, something good big's gonna come, and then we just get prepared and stuff. <laughs> it's it's fun. And I'm, I guess I'm, my friends still hate it, but I like we're still going to it, no matter what. Do you get out outside the store to be on camera, or how how like how soon do you have to be there to to uh, to watch it? 
Uh, it depends on the event. If it's like a small direct, you could just walk in and watch it. But if it's like a big one, like E3, um, probably you should come early to get a good seat. But if you don't come early, you'll get it. You still get a decent seat. I don't think they will kick anybody out for those things and stuff. I think they have plenty of room. But like I said, if you yeah. want like a nice seat, you need to get there early. So now they will. Do what? Yeah, <laughs> it's. I remember, I remember one year they gave us a bunch of Pepsi fire cans and it's in New York when we went for the E3. That was like the first E3 for an for an Nintendo Switch. You ever heard of that sort of Pepsi fire? Pepsi fire? No, we've never heard of it. It's supposed to be like a cinnamon flavored Pepsi and no none of one no one liked it. I don't even think it was in the stores. Oh, I think it was, like, I think it was a promotion. Does it taste kinda like uh, atomic fireballs? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess you could say that. It tastes like it tastes like fireballs, but like more sugary. And, and I don't think no one liked it. If I'm gonna drink free, a fireball, so. it's gonna be the alcohol one. <laughs> Shot a fireball there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's mixed with cola. <laughs> so, do you guys yeah. think Nintendo is even gonna do any more bigger events like that, or do you think we're kind of moving past those? They've been doing so many smaller ones, but course with the with the pandemic and everything too i mean you know but i don't know i i always just thought it was only a matter of time and, but i but i really wondering if we're just going to be getting these smaller things from now on i think it's been working for them the way they've been doing it so and especially for it meets the demand they got from third party where third party always complain, hey, your games, whenever you announce them, are overshadowing overshadowing ours in some cases, or people don't care about our games because you're Keep announcing right. yours, you know. So now that they've done the, the the partner showcase separate from whenever they're announcing their own games, and then even indie games, then it seems like the right games are getting the right spotlight at that right time. So. How that transitions over in the future when we can be in the store, let's say, in, in NY or or E3. We'll see. We'll see how it transitions over there. Uh, but it may just be a, a, a thing that just, it's working for them and it may continue the work for them even when we can start gathering in larger numbers. Yeah. But I'm they do. Like the first... Go ahead first movie like when like when you have the first movie theater opens up and everyone's just framing to get into a theater because you know we're all vaccinated and it's safe again yeah it'll be the same thing like oh man wouldn't you want to go to another e3 we haven't been able to go to e3 for like three years or whatever right. it ends up being because they're going to be that people just be itching to do something like that again do you remember when know, they I mean, shut down the e3 for a moment for a couple of years like a year or two they didn't have an e3 you mean the ones yeah. for this year or no, no, not this about? year. There was a time when it was like there was either limited E3, it was it was changed to where it was like not the same. They did they changed some things up and it was very limited. Is that the year they allowed people in or the it, year No, they it was missed? even before they let people in. It was a it was several years ago. And that. it was like they had to change some things again in order to get it back to being popular it was like hardly nobody was going or anything like that and then they changed some things and all of a sudden it was big again and everybody was like oh yeah we need to have e3 and this is what i'm what i'm trying to get at is basically i think that this after this year people are going to be like what chris is saying like everybody's going to be clamoring to go to these things right at least for the next couple years and then it'll go back to people complaining about what's not working you know or this you know 
this sucks or that's all you'll hear is the complaints <laughs> <laughs> you know so even though they missed it they want to go back to it it'll go back to where it'll start being complaints again i'm sure I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody nobody seemed to want to go this year, even before everything everything right. went down. It seemed like everybody was starting the, to pull out. I think you can blame the whole um, hack thing from last year reason for that. Didn't they um, leak out a bunch of personal information for people who went on the website? Yeah, that was leaked. That wasn't that wasn't uh, good for them at all. <laughs> this YouTuber um, called the book. All the uh, digital events didn't really go over well either, so. Oh, yeah, I completely really forgot they tried the to do the Summer Fest thing. That was a big mess, in my opinion. It was like, oh, yeah, we're having news from May to August. I'm like, it's so spread out. Like, I heard people complain how, like, they prefer, like, the one-week things, and they could this in a week, so they could plan it out. I was like, okay, I'll take a, take off a work of these days to catch up with the news and whatnot. But when they spread it out, it's just like... It, it, they don't know when it's going to come in, which is... Some people, I guess, like that. Some people don't like that, I guess. To well, be fair, Nintendo, though... Nintendo spread it out just a little bit with all the mini-directs. Yes, yeah. we really did that. There was a time where a lot of people complained about like, there being no directs, and... I don't know, like... My friends were, like, on the boat were like, you know, it's a pandemic, of course there's going to be no directs. And it's like... At first, I was agreeing with him. I was like, you're right. It's, it's, it makes sense. You know, we're in a crisis or that. But then I started feeling that direct drought. I'm like, it's been a year. And we still have an actual direct. What, what's going on? Like, I didn't want to admit it. I was like, yeah, it's it's been a while. <laughs> so I think, like, the, all these directs are supposed to be one giant direct. But since it's because of COVID, they have to separate it or something like that. I don't know. That's, what's, that's my thinking, honestly. Well, trying to get no hosts it's just you have a one-person crew someone or whatever you have a someone record the stuff audio over in and out quick and easy so. yeah i yeah, record trying the game play and then play. i'm trying to research to see when the last exactly. e3 was canceled they never they never canceled one never since see i'm so old i remember life before e3 so yeah that's true <laughs> i could have swore there was a year that it wasn't canceled but it wasn't it wasn't like everybody pulled out, like all the big wigs pulled out. It was only a few of the smaller ones. So I, I just remember there was a significant year where it was like nobody went or nobody did anything with it or it wasn't that popular. And then all of a sudden they, it switched back to, yeah, we need to do E3 again. But I know at one point they were moving it too. So I don't know. If like I know they held it in Georgia at one point. But right. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was they moved it from LA to a different air uh, location and, and that's what didn't work out. Was it 2016? I don't know. I just found something random on Google. I don't think it's the answer. It was, I just remember it, it was just a year. Why was, was the all different. Was it 1996? No, Never mind. Was it that? Me too. It... Yep. Okay, go ahead, sorry. Just... Oh, no, no problem. I was just going to say, I mean, to be fair, you know, as far as the digital events go and and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great. Like you said, everything seems so spread out. But, you know, Nintendo's really was actually in a way ahead of a lot of people. I mean, and even outside of the gaming industry, I mean, think about uh, like Comic-Con and stuff like that. I mean, that seemed like a, it didn't work out as well as what they had hoped um, as far as like 
you know, doing that as a digital event and everything. And I completely forgot Comic-Con was going on. I just saw the vacation. Like, oh, yeah, they're doing it digital this year. It's like, <laughs> right. Because uh, right. it was like a big, when Comic-Con was a big weekend, but then doing digital is like, eh, who cares? <laughs> Plus, I think yeah. I was busy that whole weekend, so I get a chance to visit it. Right. And then, and then do you think like, uh, yeah, then after you remember, you're like, oh, yeah. And then, I, I mean, I never went back to actually watch anything, you know, and I'm sure you can go on youtube or whatever and find a bunch of the panels but i don't know just life kind of well, seems like it just kind of goes on the problem with comic-con was a lot of the stuff that was supposed to be previewed and, and announced was uh the productions were shut down or their release dates were were postponed so they weren't really wanting to come out with a lot of material because i guess like wonder woman's been delayed so many times and uh all these different productions you shot shut down i think marvel's pushed their whole we slate back a whole year now at least and maybe further um yeah right. i mean comic-con is another thing where everyone would go every year and if, i i don't go I, I watch a lot of uh videos and recaps of it and they just complain about how terrible it is and you know you're sitting in a sweaty room with hundreds of people and it sounds like so why do you ever bother going because all you do is complain about how right. terrible the experience it is that's what I mean. Everybody's going to be begging yeah, for it that, next year, right? Apparently that is the experience though, you know, and it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've never been, I've been to, you know, just local comic cons, you know, around the state and I've been to a couple in Chicago, but I mean, but yeah, I've never been to a, you know, one of the big ones like New York or LA, but um, it seems like That's maybe it. it's kind of the experience and people aren't really digging the digital, but you know, and, it, and it's not like the digital. I mean, everybody's doing it from their house, right? So it's it's not like it's high production value necessarily either. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. Okay, I guess the... Wait, what's the guys... Okay, so what's the guys have time? Do me a favor. Look at this YouTube video called um, What Really Happened to Comic-Con. It's a short music video that basically... I don't know, basically, it's a video about how a lot of people wait in line at Comic-Con, and I love that music <laughs> video. I put that video time every time I'm in line at a con. I'm just like, this is one. This is how I really like to be at, let's say, Brony Con, for example. And it's like long line of justice and stuff. But yeah, Comic Con is like that. There's always a huge line for anything and stuff. It's always super crowded. All right, um, I found it. It was 2000, 2008. The Electronic Software Association uh, decided to downsize E3 and turn it in, into more of a media summit rather than a trade event. And it was, it, that's when it was, didn't turn out as well as they wanted it to be. <laughs> so man, they're just like the comic book industry and everything else. They just got to reboot themselves every so often. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Cause I was looking at the numbers too. Like when I was trying to search it, uh, previous history, like their attendance records were doing well the first couple of years. Then they changed that the first couple of years they had it. Los Angeles Convention Center, 95, 96. They were in the 50,000s attendance. Then they decided, okay, let's move it to Georgia in 97 and 98, and it dropped down to 37,000 or 41,000. And then they brought it back to LA uh, in 99 through 2006. And because they were doing fairly well in the 60,000 to 70,000 range, they decided, oh, let's change it because of all the complaints. Some of the same complaints we've heard before, even some of the ones that Chris brought up. And that's when they tried the whole media only type thing. 
in 2007-2008 and they had the attendance of 10,000 or 5,000. And then they went back to the uh, trade thing again and it brought it back up to 40-something thousand people. All the way up until, let's see, 2018 had the most in that time period at 69,000. Uh, they had the most in 2005, it looks like, with 70,000 people. And, of course, this year was canceled. So, well, I feel bad about this year because um, Jesse was supposed to go to come, uh, E3 this year. That would have been big for Nintendo Dads, but... Like yep. a week or two later, got canceled. I was like, "Oh, that sucks!" Like, damn it, this is this is there's one chance to be like, "Yes, we get an E3," but then this happens. It's like, Ugh. well, it's it sucked, yeah, because he had plans and all that kind of stuff. But it's uh, yeah, but with everything backed out, with everything backed out, where we can then fully look at what's going to be best for us to do. Like, if more of the dads can go at E3, at least two of us, that'd be cool, you know? Cause then I mean, the can... real question is... Sorry, what? I was going to say, then we can team up. I mean, the real <laughs> question is if, if E3 is going to happen again next year, because... I don't know, people were expecting... DadCon 2022. DadCon? Yes, DadCon 2022, yes. Make your own. Forget about it. We'll do our own thing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be huge! Where's that, where's that going to be hosted? I mean, Kansas uh, City, I mean, that's central to, <laughs> to Toronto, but I don't know what my American friends will think about it. <laughs> but it has, to, it has to be held on a Saturday because that's Saturdays for dads with their cars. I don't know if anyone gets that. <laughs> well, that's why uh, you yeah. can't have it on Saturday because Saturday is for the cars. <laughs> yes, it's allowed to like that. But if you drive uh, cars to DadCon. That's true. Saturday is still for the cars. Yes. What if you have a dad car to drive to dad con? <laughs> there you go. Is that right. just a minivan? No, I got a, I got a wood panel station wagon. Nice. Oh, there you go. That's a dad. That's a dad. There you go. Yes. I have a Mario Kart live cart. Okay, I don't have that yet. It's too expensive. I don't have a car. <laughs> I'm thinking like the youngest in this group chat, to be honest. Now I think about it. I don't know, it could be between uh, you and Sam, probably. I think Tim's got a couple years on me, but not many. <laughs> so, but anyway, it doesn't matter about age when it comes to video games, right? So. That's right. I mean, we have, it depends on the game, but yeah. Unless you're playing true, it does depend player. on the game, I guess. It does. Tim, what's that? I'll tell you, what's that? Tim, I'll tell you, what's that device behind you? The white thing. This thing? It's a top secret device. Yeah, what is that? I, I can't let you guys know about it. No. <laughs> oh. It's a, it's a thing I have for work. It's um, for merchants. It's a desk, uh, countertop uh, uh, payment op operating system or a payment system. It just, it, it just stands out on your back. I don't know why. I think everything's like dark except that one thing. Yes. That's uh, part of my job is to test these things whenever we get new software for it. So I have to test it out there. And I have I have a so bunch sorry, more behind me, he... different kinds. See? All these devices. <laughs> <laughs> Ever you, since I started working, working from home. Right? Yep. There we, I got this card you, table you full of stuff. stuff that I test. <laughs> Including this. This whole, this whole pandemic has got me used to like working. Is that, is that Vita? 
Yeah, it's my Vita was plugged in back here. <laughs> so. It kind of blends in. It does because it's wow. white. <laughs> it blended in back there. But, that reminds me, I need to get Persona. I gotta get Persona Golden. I have some extra cash this week, so maybe I should buy that now. I think it's on sale or something. Let me see. There's a ton of sales today. We're going through the weekend. Because yeah. I picked up Slate of Spire last night because I have her Wii, I have her Switch, but I kind of like playing on a PC because it's fun, nicer with the mouse. I had it on Xbox Game Pass, but it would never load up anymore, so I just rebought it on Steam. Xbox Game Pass, it's it's cool, but sometimes the games just break. Like I'm trying to boot up like Tetris Effect, and it just wouldn't run the game. I'm like. What the hell? I've never like, had damn. that. Damn. Yeah, I haven't had any problems with really? the, uh, Slay the Spire on mine either. Are you sure? Because like, my computer just randomly updated, and for some reason it just stopped working. Wait, are you I, 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 I tweeted the people. What? Are you talking about Game Pass on PC? Yeah, PC. Not the, not the Xbox itself. Uh, PC games are usually a little less plug-and-play just because of, diff you know, your drivers might not be up to date or whatever. Can you play on the? Uh, can you play in the cloud yeah. via PC? Can you for play? Game Pass? I think you need Project something for that, right? Game no, Pass the cloud is you. there. I'll have to look. I think you need Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Say it again. Sorry. See, as long as you have Game Pass Ultimate, you're fine. Yeah. You yeah. That, that thing. But I think, but I don't know if you need a console or not. I can't. My internet sucks. My upload speeds are too low to... So see if Persona 4 is... There's a Steam Awards, apparently. Interesting. I even know that was a thing. Uh, Persona 4 Digital? Yeah, I'm, pulling, that. I'm pulling up my Xbox right now for the PC. I'm trying to see if it gives you the cloud option. On I think I'm like the only one on the Discord who doesn't have the Xbox Cloud stuff going on. <laughs> Seems I like no the cloud, but I have Game Pass. I think once my I think once my um my um Game Pass expires, I think I'm gonna try the one dollar thing. I don't I don't remember when it expires. No, 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 no. I think I got three months for Discord. Go to, go to Target right now. It's twenty bucks for three months. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't have time for I, done I don't it. have time for any more games. <laughs> the thing is, there were um, there were some like promo codes circulating around for um, just like a two week free trial for Game Pass Ultimate, no, and I got one of those. And then I had a prompt that's like, "Well, if you turn on Auto Pay, we'll give you another month free." So I did that, and then I turned Auto Pay back off. Oh yeah, so I, did that. I have Game Pass till the end of the year. I won three months for free, so I got the. I was playing around with it. That's the only reason why I'm on Xbox Cloud, because I got that, and then I asked for it more for Christmas. So, uh, you know, because uh, Matt was talking about how he got his for twenty bucks, and so I just said, uh, "Here you go. <laughs> Here's a good gift for me. <laughs> give me, give me some of those." So, hopefully, I'll get some more time with that. Yeah, because we have plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, plenty of time, right? No, but actually, a lot of the. I've yeah. been playing a lot with the uh, cloud stuff um, lately, um, which has been a lot of fun, With uh, especially because Dan came in and said he got the Stadia for free. And I immediately jumped on that because I was trying to see if I could get it for free because I have YouTube Premium. And sure enough, I was able to jump on that. So I got that. In fact, I got it sitting right here. I got the 
got that sent to me. So I was playing with that. So with that model, it's basically you buy your games, you own your games, but can play them in the cloud. So you don't need them a system for it. The cloud is your system. But you own your games in the cloud. Unlike where xCloud or Xbox, you know, Game Pass in the cloud. It's a, you know, it's like a Netflix type thing, right? Where you can, all you can eat games for what's available at the moment until they they drop off. Because they, they rotate. Just like some Netflix movies too. So, which... I was talking to Dan and Justin about because Justin's he's all about Stadia right now. He's really uh, he bought a few games on there, um, and I told him I'm I'm liking XCloud more because of the way I play. I like I like the demo type things. I was when I first started gaming at, at my grandparents' house uh, on the PC. It was with a lot of freeware. So <laughs> I got to play with a lot of freeware, right? So it was a lot. I got to try a lot of games, Doom being one of them. Um, so there was a lot of those. Games, and then my uncle introduced me to that, to that model, that freeware model. So you get a bunch of discs, you know, and try all these games. And if you liked them, that's when you bought the game. So that's what I like about the xCloud aspect is being able to try out the game. And then if... If it drops off and I'm still playing it, that's when they got me, right? I could, I'll go buy the game and then I can play the game as much as I want then when I go buy the game. Um, where Stadia is still kind of like the Nintendo Switch, where there's some games that might have a demo, there's some that don't, so it may look good. You go to buy it and try it and it ends up not being good, or you don't have the time to put into it, you know, in some cases where is what some of the things I worry about. So I was telling Dan and Justin that, that xCloud seems to fit my way of playing more in that regard. Now, with Stadia, do you have to have an active account to play your games that you bought? No, you don't have to be a pro member to play the games you bought. You play... You just buy the games through their store, and you can play through the uh through their system uh because you already have this this is what you buy you know this was i think 99 dollars. maybe you can get it for 75 unless you got the free version because it comes with the the dongle for your tv and all that kind of stuff but you buy the do game we know what... and then you can play it through the cloud that way do we know what the amazon one is going to look like is it closer to the it looks the like the yeah luna is close to the stadia model they're doing the thing where you buy like channels though yeah that's what right. i was confused about so it's kind of like it's kind of like cable packages is what it sounded like to me okay is it really you can, yeah you can pick and choose so like let's say ubisoft has a channel they do you pay yeah. your 20 bucks 30 bucks a month that ubisoft wants on top of the other but you'll get pretty much the ubisoft library to play yeah, I was looking so at Ubisoft like is fifteen dollars for theirs. Yeah, sorry, I was I didn't know the exact price, but yeah. I'm hoping they do something for Prime. <laughs> you know, for yeah. the Prime members, like here's the controller for you know next to nothing, and we knock you know five dollars off a month or whatever for the basic whatever it is. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I I signed up to see. Because right now they're not doing anything with it, but I signed up for maybe getting the chance to be one of the first people to check it out. So we'll see. We'll see. Because I, I like 
I like playing with new technologies if it doesn't cost too much. <laughs> so if I can get it Amen for free to, to check it out, I'll, I'll do it, you know, so. I try, I try to get the free Google Stadia something like that with my dad's account because he kind of has a family account, but oh yeah, Google would let me, I guess. Um, and maybe he put it as a different country. That's what I said. So I, so I, I, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, is it? Is it, is it? Can anyone have get? I'm trying to say. Sorry. Can anyone get the free Stadia controller, or or family accounts can get it or something? That Stadia works? isn't doing the yeah the YouTube stream uh pr premium. Excuse me. Or whatever that was, when if you were paying for YouTube Premium, you and then you were a pro, pro a Stadia Pro member at some point, because I wasn't a pro member anymore, but I was at the beginning. I was able to get it for free, but they're not doing that anymore. What they're doing now is if you pre-order, I think they're still doing it. If you pre-order Cyberpunk 2077, you get the the controller and the dongle free. For any system or just for Stadia? Just for Stadia. I kind of want to do that just to get the controller and the games. That's what Justin did. He went and bought, he actually bought uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And they're going <laughs> to send him the, because uh, he, he was really curious about the game, but he doesn't have a second system to play it on. And then when they offered that offer, he, he was like, oh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so. I, saw, I saw a funny tweet about that game this afternoon. I was like, there's been 11 Call of Duty games when, um, Cyberpunk 2077 got announced. Like that's the game or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like 11 Call of Duty games. Been that long? When, did they, when did they announce uh, Cyberpunk? Because I, I know they announced a while ago. I, only I don't just, know. About a year ago or something. Like, do you remember what year they announced it? I don't remember. All the years blend together to me. <laughs> is it like is it like Cuphead where like they announced it, then they were like absent for like three five years, and they say nothing? And now in order, like, oh, look, here's our new game. You know, Cuphead, no. Cy Cyberpunk got announced, what, last E3? Because that was the whole deal when they shut, like, they had the thing with the Xbox presentation where it looked, they made it look like it got hacked. Or that was two E3s ago. And then the last E3, so that would have been 2019, is when they announced Keanu was going to be in it. That was the whole, you're a breathtaking deal or whatever, so. Cyberpunk 2077 was announced in May 2012. <laughs> really? Oh, crap. In January 2013, they... a teaser trailer was released. I think maybe they should do like a small tease, like, "Oh yeah, here's our new game." And they, they say nothing about it, like, right? That, that's a that's a whole topic for 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 a dinner table right there. Like, is it better to announce the games way in advance, or is it better to just do what Nintendo does? Be like, "Oh, oh here's our new game. It's been out for months." We've had that question what? before, especially recently, because of the way Nintendo's been doing it, uh, dropping them like a couple months before their release date. I'm guessing though Nintendo was wishing they hadn't dropped anything about uh, Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, that was out of their norm, <laughs> definitely, and and this proves their point of why they don't do what they yep. usually do. That right? There's an entire account on Twitter. It's like the progress of Bayonetta Three, and it's just the same picture every day. I think it's supposed to be their case whenever they get any news of Bayonetta 3, but like, ever since they announced for the Game Awards a few years ago, we had nothing about it. So it's like, it, it, it's funny, but it hurts when you see that tweet, because it's like, yeah, we have nothing about that game. Like, goddamn. The guy says, like, oh, it's, all, it's going okay. It's going smoothly. I'm hearing nothing, no information whatsoever about it. Well, if there is any games that you're waiting for that was announced so many years ago, like Metro Prime 4, uh, 
and there's no new games you want to play today, you can always go back to play old games, like the Pokemon games that we've been playing. It's like <laughs> it's like retro yeah, yeah. retro like rewind. Or <laughs> well, some of us have been playing those. So anybody raise their hands who's been playing any of the Pokemon I mean, like, games? Okay. Booted up for about five minutes. All right. Sorry, I've never. I'm sorry. I've uh, never played a Pokemon game my entire life. Hey, it's it's all good. I I don't play. I mentioned this on a show. I played Pokemon. I love the idea of Pokemon. Every time I tried jumping into Pokemon, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get through it. And I think the farthest I got in any Pokemon game was the Sun and Moon games, uh, specifically Sun. But. I always drop off because of other games take my interest or my time, especially time being the case, right? And when I play, and I didn't bring it down with me, but when I've been playing my 3DS, uh, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow, but little bits. I like those type of games, especially when they're long and expansive and like Breath of the Wild, even, you know, when that came out. But that was the only thing we had to play at the time, pretty much. But (laughs) anyways, you know, the longer games... I'll jump into play a little bit and then I'll jump back out of it, especially if there's a good save, a good way to save quickly. I'll jump out of it. Like in, in this game, I can easily save right then and there and then come back into it. And then, uh, cause I'll go and play some quicker paced games, you know, cause Pokemon walking around, you know, trying to catch things and do whatever takes some time, right? It takes some grinding. So with me, I'm not as far as, say, Sam is with his way he's been playing or Andrew. He's not on, but I know he's been playing. You guys have been chatting a lot about it, the way you guys have been playing. Um, but for me, I'm I'm not as far as I know maybe some of you guys have gotten. Well, Chris, I know you said you put it up for five minutes. So. <laughs> uh, can I Kind of top about Pokemon, I think the Let's Go games are on sale for 30 during Black Friday, in case yes. anyone didn't know about it. I kind of yes. want to pick up the EV one. Right now Best Buy, and I'm, de- I'm debating on pulling the trigger. Right? Yeah, my kids had both of those wanna... at one time, and they didn't. It, it didn't grab them like the normal Pokemon games. So, um, but Chris, what were you gonna say about your five minute experience? Uh, so I. I, I had a Game Boy, but I didn't have any of the Pokemon games, so I got into it uh, more because my son, I have I don't have uh, the original copies anymore. I have I have a ROM, and so I was showing my son a couple of these because I have all the, I have blue, red, and yellow. And uh, he's he thought, I thought he'd get into it. He tried it for a few minutes, and then it was like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. I've, got, I've got the shiny new Pokemon game that right. uh, you know, he's big. He just got the DLC for uh, Sword Shield, and he's just focused on that. And to go back, I don't, it's it's hard to get him. To, he's huge into Pokemon, so it was, it, it didn't grab me. Yeah, right, so you didn't play it at first, so there's no nostalgia for you, and there's no nostalgia for your kids, so there's no reason for you to go back. I didn't play the original games either. I knew about them, but I never played the original. Uh, but it, like I said, I love the idea of Pokemon and always am gung-ho about it, but never get through the whole thing. So, uh, But I've been picking at it. Are we talking about the original? I have a quick story about the original. Yeah, um, we're still I, talking about the original. I, I played the uh, original when it released on the 3DS of Algo because keep in mind, I started Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, so I kind of started late. 
So I was like, oh, I can finally see how the game started off in the original. And that was the worst experience of my life because I, it, that game is super archaic. Like, <laughs> which, was only which color did you play? I think I got blue because I want to be. Okay. I want to play different. That's I what I'm playing my, on is my 3DS as well. But I'm playing I think I got yellow. my friend. I think I got my friend kind of pissed off at me because one of the biggest complaints I had with the game was the inventory. Like, God damn, there was only ten items you could carry out the time, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just put all the TMs into the PC and use them whenever I want to. No, there's twenty of them in there, so I'm like, okay, then you literally can't hold all TMs. So that was like one of my biggest complaints because I, I guess I'm so jaded with like all the RPGs, at least having infinite storage. Like, yeah, this game sucks. You have like no inventory. It's like. Oh, but it was part of the time. So you got, you got mad at me for that. But, hey, it's simpler. Know. It's simpler. You don't have to worry about all this other mumbo jumbo stuff you're talking about. And also, <laughs> the glitches, they, 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 they exist. That game is just chock full of like annoying glitches. Like, I think I got one of the exploits you could do in the original is that the opponent will always go for the super effective attack, even if it does nothing. So I think one of the like, gym battles, um, I bought it like something that was weak. doesn't hit the opponent they just kept using it because it's super affected it's that game is just it is not fun to do that's why i i prefer like the remix or even let's go i'm starting to get a little bit more what's the word when you like you hate something but you start liking it again yeah well it makes sense to go if you're talking about the go games uh or yeah the let's go games it's uh okay appreciative yeah. that's what i'm thinking of. appreciate it being more appreciative of the game even though i haven't played in a while Mostly because I realized it's it's kind of cute. Like I got Pikachu, even though I kind of dissed the game for a bit. I was like, eh, why not? Well, that's the reason why we but like it's... a lot of remakes, right? Is that we like the improvements that they make on it on a on a game we're familiar with and willing to try it, unless they totally screw it up. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that Pokemon leans on remakes way too much, and I just I'm at the point where I just won't even I almost refuse to buy them out of principle. Why not? The main games change so little as it is. We don't need remakes. <laughs> Man, do you think people are gonna go and like buy DSs in 2021 when when we ever give it, we get the, they're gonna be like, no, this looks dumb, especially with how slow Diamond and Pearl is. Kind of topic, but like they said that next year's gonna be the Pokemon's big 35th anniversary. I'm expecting we're gonna see the Sinnoh remakes next year, hopefully, or at least something like that. Yeah, well, no, because I only saw the was was go on my on on the phone on, on mobile, and so my son and, and my daughter got into it because I could get them out of the house. They had to go out. This is for pandemic when they had to go out to spin a gym or collect Pokemon and you know catch them all. And and so I was into it as well. And some of my older friends even that surprised me that they were playing it as well. Uh, <laughs> and, but then. Well, wait. But then the home that the, the idea of home kind of really got the game and the mobile together because now this idea that you can transfer from your go to let's go or I guess to sword shield. Uh, but for some reason I guess they announced that this thing will be coming and then it never comes to the mobile. It was I don't know six months or a year almost. But like the other day, my or it might have been a week ago, my son says to me. You have to get to 40 in, in Pokemon Go because now you need to transfer this to me so I can earn something in the Shield game uh, by putting it through home and then through in, into into Shield. I said, well, I'm not even, I'm at maybe 28, 29, or 30, I guess. He's like, well, you got work to do. You got work to do. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I say yeah, okay. You're pretty much goes cool, but you know what's better? Cafe mix. It was just trying to find in my game. It's not there. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> not cafe mix. Come but, on. Uh, is Julia really Go um, nominated for game of the year? No. My game of best mobile game? No. <laughs> no. I just give a kid. That's not getting it. Yeah, they tried that for yeah, my son tried that for about a week and he had, he got tired of it. I okay, still, I'm like, he's, a, he's my gauge of Pokemon success. There you go. And my wife played it for a little bit too. She said it reminded her a little bit of Soon Soon or something like that too. So, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm mostly making it fun. I just wish more people played the game. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it's cute, but so, it's repetitive. Yeah, I get. I do like when they they experiment with the Pokemon characters a little bit in some of the games uh, that they've done over the years. Um, it's very interesting. You should spin off Pokemon like they spin off Mario into sports. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Pokemon, uh, yeah, Pokemon hockey game? I haven't played Pokemon Go in a long time. I think I just kind of forgot about the game like Animal Crossing. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play Animal Crossing and I never played it for a while. And I'm afraid I to go back. I do have... A lot of memories playing just the mini games in the first Pokemon Stadium. Okay. Uh, for whatever reason, my brothers and I just really were amused by the Lickitung sushi conveyor belt game where yeah. you have to eat as much sushi as you can as a Lickitung. That's hilarious. That Pokemon's hilarious in itself, but yeah. <laughs> So this was uh, this was my first Pokemon. I mean, I've been playing, uh, you know, games. You know, my first systems were NES and Game Boy, yeah. and uh, and so, but um, never Pokemon. I mean, I I remember watching some of the some of the cartoon when it was on, um, but you know, and I love RPGs, and so, um, but I just never. I never had it, so I never got really got into the games, and so I was like, "I'm gonna do this. This is this is gonna be it. I'm I'm gonna try it." So I bought Yellow on on the 3DS, nice, and um, and uh, I I yeah, I just couldn't. Do, I don't know. It, it's not that it was bad, <laughs> right? And I don't mind archaic. I don't mind the old systems, um, but I got past the first gym. Which I had to level up a lot for because, uh, as it turns out, yellow makes that first gym, I guess, harder. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so I leveled up and did all that, and I have no problem with grinding or anything. But I guess my biggest thing is that, as much as I like RPGs, I don't like catching the enemy, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> and then making a battle. I just want to just blow through the monsters, right? And yeah. just keep going. Uh, more like a Dragon Quest kind of a thing, you know. I, I I know I even tried Dragon Quest Monsters. I have a copy of one of them somewhere, uh, and I couldn't I couldn't really do that either. So apparently, it's just uh, I don't like the the monster capturing um, system. <laughs> apparently, seems to be my problem. I I think I'll get back to it eventually. Um, I'm lost somewhere in the mines right after the first. Uh, Jim, I think it is. Okay. Um, I got lost somewhere in there, but I'll get back to it. But I, I mean, I, I ended up picking up uh, uh, Samus Returns uh, oh, finally yes, for yes. the 3DS, and that was that. 
I, I <laughs> that, yeah, that will game. pull you away. <laughs> so I'm about 75% of that game. And that's just, yeah. Of course. Yep. Of course. So, yeah. That's... Eventually, I'll, I'll get back to Pokemon just to say that I've, I finished one of them at least. That's cool. That's funny. He went to get, uh, Samus Returns. <laughs> that would pull me away too. Yes. No, you know the the real nail, the real nail of the coffin. Like when I wasn't going to go back to Pokemon was Dads After Dark guys are doing the are doing Mayhem. Now I can't get uh, Hyrule Warriors until Chris. I've, I'm getting it for my son, so it's it's in a, it's in a box waiting for me to open. But they're like, oh, the, but the retro game is Zelda. I'm like, oh, okay, forget it. There you go. Yep. An excuse to play yeah, Zelda. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always up to play another round of Zelda for sure. <laughs> that is my, that is my gaming franchise. Like, if I could only choose one franchise to play for the rest of my life, it would be Zelda. That would so, be a good one. I'm with you there. That would be a good one. Feel, what's the Zelda thing you're game. talking about? I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what that would even be. Oh, small, yeah. Small, small, independent, small independent game. Some small independent studio, I think. I think people will go again. I fail. I forgot to play this game. <laughs> so, I, I, I was trying to, I had to beat you. I'm like, I haven't oh, played okay. that game in years, and my kids started playing it. And I was sitting there like, no, go here, go there. I, for, I did not realize how much I retained of that game. That I can, off the top of my head, it's. I, That's funny. I didn't know I remember that much. I didn't know I, I knew that much of that game. Before we stray too much off, I want to hear Sam's experience with that version. What did you call that, the way you were playing? So it's called a Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke. Um, it originates oh, yeah. from, I think, some webcomic somewhere. Um, but for whatever reason, the name stuck. Um, the, there's a lot of variations to rules. But essentially, the principle is um, if a Pokemon faints you release it so it's like permadeath um and the only pokemon you allow yourself to catch are the ones the first one you encounter in each area um so it it, it restrains you and what you can use um oftentimes you'll wind up with a lot of the more common weaker pokemon uh and of course since you can't allow them to faint it makes the game harder, which Pokemon games are pretty easy. So that's the main reason a lot of people do it is to add some variety so you don't fall back on like the same Pokemon all the time. Yeah. And to make the game a little bit more difficult so that there's a challenge. Okay. I kind of want to do that for Ruby and Sapphire because I feel like Hoenn's region I'm more comfortable to do that with because it's the first region I'm into. So, but I'm always so scared to do that because like, do you, can you just put the Pokemon on your PC or do you have to release them? You can just put them in your PC. If you if you want to be hardcore about it, you release them. <laughs> hardcore. I think I, I technically, I couldn't bring myself to release my Growlithe after he got exploded by an Electrode oh, with okay. a critical hit. That was so, the one? Okay. Uh, he's still in the PC. <laughs> couldn't do that it. Doesn't it doesn't count. You're not following the rules. <laughs> I made the rules up myself, so... <laughs> Uh, the other yeah, thing I would recommend if you're doing it, um, just to kind of get the full experience, I would actually say don't use a starter. Because otherwise, you're kind of leaving guess. a back door there to just only use your starter, which would still make the game very easy. Uh, the first time my brother ever beat Pokemon, actually, and I was, like, mad at him because I'm like, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to have a full team. 
And he beat the Elite Four, and he had like a level 70-something Blastoise and a level 30-something Sandslash, and that was it. <laughs> nice. That's the way I like to play, though, is be overpowered and just just barrel on through. Well, oh, it's literally that's like what I'm he, talking he about. caught a right, stand true to beat Lieutenant Surge, and then he didn't need it anymore. <laughs> you just want to hit God mode and just that's plow right. through everything. That's That's the dream. That is. The <laughs> doggone cheat codes back in the day ruined it for us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I don't know. I was hitting up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Nothing was happening. <laughs> right. I know uh, Andrew was mentioning this, too, that um, the original games are a bit more open-ended, which is very interesting, uh, in that pretty much once you get past uh the third gym you can do gyms four five and six in technically any order okay interesting which yeah. is it's something that i would like to see more of especially it would work really well if we're gonna have the wild area in every game now or if the whole game is the wild area yeah but just kind of have the gyms be like hey if you think you're ready for this gym go challenge the leader if you're not, go level up somewhere else. Uh, or go for another leader. Yeah, that makes sense. What's that? that... I thought it was... Go ahead. I was going to say it seems like that Mega Man mentality, too, where, you know, you go to... If you're going to one gym leader, you got to have specific powers to beat that gym leader. That's true. And the TMs are a bit more important in the original game because every gym leader gives you a TM. Because a lot of, in, especially in red, yellow changed this quite a bit, but especially in red and blue, okay, Pokemon do not learn a lot of moves. A lot of Pokemon do not learn a single move of their own type, which, you know, I was like looking it up. I was like, oh, I, maybe I'll get a Mankey. Maybe that'll help against Brock. Uh, and it's like, no, he doesn't learn any fighting moves. You need TMs for that. Oh. I even think Lickitung learns Lick in this generation. I think he, he learns like the next generation, so it's, it is kind of bad. Hmm. Well, it's very... The game is, like I said, I didn't play the first gen either. Um, uh, and it was something... I think it was just the timing of it. When the first gen came out, I was off of the Game Boy by then when the first gen Pokemon games came out. And then even when I got Game Boy Pocket, I didn't go to the the Pokemon games. I just still played some of the other Game Boy games that I missed out on. And I think it might have just been the mentality of my at the time I was playing, I might have been I think it was in my early 20s when it came out. So, um it might have been all oh, Pokemon is for, you know, kids, you know. That might have been why I didn't jump into it at the time either. So, um but again, when I started just when I saw my my oldest at the time when he was playing it, um, he's the reason why I got into it more because he needed a second player. He needed a, he wanted somebody who would play that second game. It, you know why he got the other game. You know, so if there were two versions that came out, I got the opposite whatever he got so that he could trade with me and or try to do you know whatever with it so and still even then i never finished the game i would just get so far just enough for him to be able to do certain things to be able to trade with me you know and get what he wanted out of it 
And then sometimes he would just say, hey, can I borrow your game? And then he would do things in the game himself. So, <laughs> well, um, it's it's interesting you bring up that, like, oh, it's for kids thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, especially for me, Pokemon hit the States when I was starting first grade. And it was, like, the first shared pop culture experience for, you know, kids at school. Yeah. But, like, I definitely lived through that, like, suddenly you came back to school from summer vacation and Pokemon wasn't cool anymore. And people <laughs> now, made fun I, of you if you still played Pokemon. Uh, wow. And then the funny thing, the even funnier thing is I discovered when I went to college, everybody was getting back into Pokemon. Of course. Of course. What year did that game come out? I didn't even look. What, you uh, might, uh, 98, the first one I out? think. 98 in the States. Pokemon came out in 1998. Oh, I was well, no wonder. I was, yeah, I was graduating high school then. So Yeah, yeah I, it came out. You know, it was definitely, it was definitely, I like, I feel like I remember seeing a couple episodes of the show, like I said, but that's probably why. I, I think that, you know, when you have that that shared group experience you know like i could completely see that it could have been i could have felt completely different if that's you know i mean i i remember being in elementary school on the playground you we're talking about you know finding finding all those secrets in you know zelda 2 and and stuff like that you know i mean that's what it's to the point where i'm kind of surprised i'm not as into it as i as i could be because you know i i typically will just skip every other generation just because like I said, I don't think the games change enough to keep up with all of them, but yeah. you know, it, it was it was a it was kind of interesting to to follow that. Um, and I remember like, and this is why getting Red was kind of specifically interesting to me. I actually lost my copy of Pokemon Red a long time ago. I remember my brother still had Blue, and I borrowed it from him later. A lot of the time, I got really into Pokemon Gold. I played that game to death. Um, yeah. But I lost Red because I went to, uh, at school, we had like an after-school Pokemon club mm. uh, where we would trade our Pokemon. Just, you know, it was like for like 20 minutes after school. Um, and somebody there had a Game Shark, and he, he traded me a Mew. And then I wound up losing the game because I think some other kid just like took it. Probably thought it was his or something, but... You know, it's just like right after I finally got a Mew, I oh, lost my game. Oh, man. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, maybe we could do the Mew glitch. That's what I did in my copy of them. Um, we didn't Mew. know about that then. We did know about missing, no. Which, by the way, I'm so mad that Pokemon Bank will let you transfer that Mew. It's like, oh, it's a bad Mew. I'm like, come on, this is part of history and stuff. <laughs> bad Mew. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets sense that that's, yeah, that was a clone Mew like that. But... This was before the internet, I'm guessing, so there's no way you would have known about it, right? Uh, that was... You said that, right? Yeah. Well, we did know yeah. about Missing, though. I think that made it into, like, Nintendo Power or some guide or something. Yeah, there was some either EGMs... Uh... Everybody knew about that. Yeah. Duplicate the... Get 128 of the sixth item in your inventory and max everybody out with their candies which is almost necessary by the way i think 25 percent of my playtime. i beat the elite four today on my on my nuzlocke run and uh i think about 25 percent of my playtime was grinding on victory road because (laughs) you just don't get a lot of experience even there you're still fighting like level 20 something zoo bats wow 
Originally, when I before I knew that there's not enough storage for TMs, I'm like, oh, I'll just do this glitch and get infinite TMs, so I, I, I never have to waste them. And then I realized there's not enough space for the TMs, so I'm like, oh god. Like I, like I said before, I, 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 it, ma it made me, it made me kind of like appreciate the games we have now, so like that. If I know, I kind of know what we're talking about. The other thing I found interesting while preparing for the Elite Four is in the original games, there is no way to purchase or gain extras outside of encountering Missing No, if you prepare for that, um, of PP restoring items. There yeah, is a finite PP. number of Ethers and Elixirs <laughs> in the game. If you everybody. used them all already, tough luck. You don't get to use Blizzard on all six of Lance's Pokemon. I think that's been this every game. And so they introduced that berry that makes you add more the leash of berry in the third game but yeah most games you can't really buy ethers and stuff which makes sense those are like dsp of the pokemon games you want to make sure you use them wisely why not i uh, think uh changing subject just just a little bit still within pokemon i did have to laugh i i think it's it's uh always kind of funny those these old older RP, uh, RPGs where, uh, you know, they all kind of start with the fact that you, you're kind of like, what are you, 12? You know, it's time to go out into the world and start killing monsters. And here you go. Like, like nobody seems all that concerned or worried, you know. It's just like, yeah, you're a kid. You're supposed to be out there uh, battling dangerous monsters. And and uh, here here's one pocket monster for you. That, right. that should do you. Yeah, that's But funny. a lot of the RPGs start back, you know, back then kind of started that way, you know. Right. Send a kid out. Oh, you're 12 years old. You're a man. You're a woman. <laughs> exactly. You can go and handle yourself now. That's right. Go <laughs> out there, start killing things. That's right. We'll be here if you need us. <laughs> well, let's... Kind of a rather... Go ahead. I'm sorry, what? Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, this this probably sounds off topic, but... um, was What was more popular around when we were in school? Was it Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? Do you remember? And that's not something off topic. I'm just kind of talking axe. For you, it might that might be a good topic, but Yu-Gi-Oh was Yu -Oh not out when I was a kid. Yu-Gi-Oh up later <laughs> in my case. Yeah, I don't know if it was the age group because I think Yu-Gi-Oh skewed more towards preteens and Pokemon more towards were, younger kids. College already by that. But I don't think it was ever as popular as Pokemon was. Because you were talking about like how you got into Pokemon when you were in first grade, and everyone started not liking it. They want to get back into it, and it kind of reminds me of. Because when I was a kid, they were into Pokemon, then you came in and everyone was into that. But I did hear kind of, again, I'll talk, sorry, but like, Pokemon kind of got a resurgence around 2016. Would you think that too? It's so hard the to know. 16, what game was that? Was that... That's when Pokemon Sunday? Go came out. That's when the Moon came out. That's oh, when that XY Evolution came out. What was it for? No, it was 2016, wasn't it? No, I'm saying the popularity regained before that. No, I mean like it was popular, and then maybe I, 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 I'm sorry. I feel like you did something to Pokemon's popularity, and then it kind of went down. The new guy watched kind of uh, hurt Pokemon popularity a bit. I don't know if you guys played Yokai Watch at all. Was so Yokai, so Yokai Watch was something that my son liked to play. So, but when he tried playing that. He played it for a little bit, but didn't grab his attention, and so and even Pokemon didn't much either. So, I liked I, I liked Yokai Watch. I just read that like um, it it, it kind of 
you kind of kill Pokemon stuff already in Japan, but in the States, no one give a crap about Pokemon. Yeah, it, it hasn't grabbed on yet. I remember hearing people predict that it would, but from where I stand, it never happened. It, it's not the but, same. Maybe nostalgia-wise, it might kind of like with some of these other things, but... And going back to the Yu-Gi-Oh thing, it's the same with, uh, um, with, oh, it looks like Jesse's joining us. Hey, Jesse's here. Um, with Yu-Gi-Oh, my, my oldest. We started oldest... talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, so. Like... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you summoned him. Yes. I'm so, I, I, I know it's really on topic. I was just, because you mentioned. But was it a, was it a tribute was... summon or a synchro yes. summon or a fusion summon? I, I just mean like, I feel like maybe kind of when, when that came out, no one gave a shit about Pokemon anymore. So, but then well, people saw Yu-Gi-Oh! They would care about Pokemon again. It did happen because that's when my oldest, he started getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! And that's the only reason why I knew about Yu-Gi-Oh! Is because again, he wanted to learn how to play it, so I helped him out by getting some cards, and we played together, and uh, that's how I learned. And I actually enjoyed it, so I actually bought at one time I bought like a the the golden pack or whatever where you got some good cards in it or whatever. So. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh is interesting because in my experience, nobody ever like actually played Pokemon cards. People were actually into the the game. For Yu-Gi-Oh, yes, like that makes Pokemon sense. cards. People collected them. I don't think anybody even knew. It how didn't to seem like like they knew because that's what I kept I seeing my kids do. Is like, hey, I got this card, and they'd show it off, and then I'm like, okay, so what do you do with it? How do you play against the other person? And they're like, what are you talking about? A, You're just looking at it. The rule book, Tim. <laughs> did you not read the rule book? I did. I was looking at it. Well, I looked at it, and I knew there was a game to it. But again, I didn't buy them to play. I played Magic: The Gathering. That's what I played, but. No, you buy the Pokemon TCG Game Boy game and you play that. Then that's how you learned, yes. The Game Boy game based on the trading card game based on the Game Boy game. Yes. <laughs> I, can't, I really want to get back to the Pokemon card game, but it's any card game is too expensive to get back in. Like, I, I guess maybe I was with you because like, I got a bunch of like cards recently because I kind of want to get back to that game, even though tournaments aren't really happy anymore because of remote things. But I just miss playing card games, honestly. Like, you can play it I mean, free online. Not, Pokemon TCGs, you can play on their website for free. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I can. Gonna... I tried playing the Game Boy Color game when it was on Virtual Console, and I didn't get very far into it, but I remember playing when that game was new, I remember playing the hell out of it. And, you know, I had known how to play the game. You know, it's a game, the original base game, before it was revamped 15 times. <laughs> but, like, the original base game and the yes. first two expansions are the content of what's in the GBC card. I, I bought it for from the virtual console, and I actually, and that's how I learned how to play Pokemon when I actually started playing. I really, I really wish the Pokemon would make a new Pokemon TCG game. That well, not not the one online, like an actual video game, like have like fights and stuff like that. Like what Legacy of Duelists is for Yu Gi Oh, but I, I think they just want to stick with the online game. Unfortunately, I wish they yeah, would bring it to yeah, the Switch. The, the rules from the Game Boy Color version don't aren't valid anymore the rules have changed yeah they completely changed uh, they that's the reason why i couldn't apply it to the current card games <laughs> with the with the rules and the pokemon hockey because like i feel like they go back and forth of who draws in the first turn or not like oh do i draw do they draw right it, it, it's it's hard i guess none of you guys ever played the pokemon card game back in the day or something right my son uh asked for the pokemon card game for one of one of his birthdays and so, uh, what else in the family wanted to play with him? So I got 
uh, I guess nominated as the default. That's right. That's what happens, right? I, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think I needed I needed an advanced degree in Pokemon before I, I could understand what was happening. It just. <laughs> That's why you, you gotta know? get the training decks. Get the training sure, decks. My, my yeah. first wife and I and a bunch of friends, you know, actually played the card game back when it was new. Yeah. Oh, the funny thing was that so there's a a game board game video game cafe that's just around the corner here and i thought if i'm not going to be able to really keep up with my son in the card game uh they had weekend tournaments and they had weekend nights where we'd go and i said oh, you know bedtime can be a little bit later tonight um and we'll go and we'll check this out and so the people were very friendly and they were uh helping out with the game but he was he was too intimidated because first of all they're all adults and they're yeah. adults he's never met before Right. So it didn't. It didn't work. And I thought. I thought this is a great people who understand the game. will teach him. But he was just like, I don't know any of these people, and, and I'm, I'm I'm too young to like go out and start playing with college age people who have never met <laughs> before. Most comedies hopefully would, would be nice to kids and be like, yeah, we'll oh, teach sure, them to play. And I'm sure nice they were you. nice, like he said. I think it was just more they of were. the kid was intimidated because all these bigger kids, you know, <laughs> bigger adults, you know, playing. Yeah, he was nervous and he was just not comfortable. But they were very much helping them out, and they were they like they liked it being there. And of course, the the lounge liked us being there. We were paying by the hour, so they didn't mind. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a local card shop that you know, what what you know would have weekly tournaments like Sundays with Pokemon. You know, certain day of the week with Magic, certain the day of the week with Yu-Gi-Oh, and and they all were large turnouts, you know, like forty to fifty people. Yeah. You know, the Pokemon was more just free form, just you know, pick pick someone to play. It wasn't really a tournament. Uh, but you know, we like my, I, I would take the kids there a lot. You know, this was probably 10, 12 years ago now. It's been a while since we've been there. But they still you know, open? So I'm pretty sure they're still open. I don't think they're doing tournaments. I haven't checked with them in a while. You know, with due to with the pandemic. But uh, it was. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a lot of collector, collect, collectors type of stores anymore, and so there was like two or three big ones, and that was one of them. Yeah, it's really blown up in my area. Where in the, at the time when my oldest he was playing those type of things, and we I tried to look for things, they were they would play. They would get group settings, and you'd have to go to a, like a hall where they would you know kind of get those organized or a game store would have it organized but now uh recently i've gone to like there's like three different stores in my area that they've moved to their small shops that they used to have to a bigger shop with an expanded area that has a ton of tables where people can come and play you know and they have dedicated nights for magic the gathering for pokemon for D D or warhammer all these different things that they you know you can get together in groups and play they have dedicated space and they they like these game stores have their own little hall essentially where they have dedicated time and calendar time to play which is really cool if you you know i wish they had that kind of stuff when i was into that stuff you know but like especially magic the gathering when i was getting into magic the gathering there wasn't anything like that it was just all you know, go to someone's house who's playing or something, you know, unless you got into the tournament scene. So, so there's no leagues? And when you were a kid, is what you said? Uh, there was, you had, it was either, 
It's not like it is today where you could go to one of these shops and they have a dedicated time where you can go like, you know, Friday night, get a Magic the Gathering night or whatever, where if you're a new huh. player, you go and you can learn how to play. Um, where when I first started playing in the late 90s, it was like I had a friend who was teaching me and if you went to go play with anybody else that you didn't know it was you're going to go play in a tournament and get your butt kicked <laughs> essentially because you know they were playing like crazy i mean there was it wasn't as easy to learn at that time like it is now and i think that's kind of that's what i'm thankful for and like what chris is saying about those older people willing to teach the kid but it's just the kid being intimidated um and I guess it just depends on, too, the store. Some stores do offer more kid-oriented type programs, too, where they'll say, oh, come in on a Saturday, you know, afternoon and for the kid-age tournament or whatever, you know, and type thing. Yeah, by level or by experience, they'll usually break down, yeah. too. Also, yeah, I, 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 those stores around here, you just ask them if, like, if everyone's older, you just say, hey, I got a... My son wanted to learn when he... Four years ago, so he was probably... 11 no wait no my math's off wow nine <laughs> way off um <laughs> but, but uh, you know i just asked one of the stores and they said yeah we have someone he works this shift this time just come in he'll teach him yeah no charge or anything so yep i just checked the collector's cash website and they're still up and apparently that there was a big card game release last week for magic so you know there was they're still around i don't know if they're still doing tournaments I do remember this one old one of the older guys who would show up every week. He would just have just a suitcase full of pre-made decks with the ready, and he would, you know, depending on who he's playing against, you know, some of them were like really well crafted, some of them were just kind of basic decks that he would use against kids. But get <laughs> and but some of those crafted decks were just amazing. Yeah, and kind of. Kind of, kind of. I'm gonna, I'm kind of relate that to Pokemon a bit. That kind of reminds me of some of the later Pokemon enemies, where like the gym leaders will ask, "How many gym badges do you have?" It's like, "Oh, I have none of them." And they're like, "All right, we'll use these Pokemon." And then we'll just fight, fight them. I think they they start doing the later episodes because a lot of people were like, "How do you have a gym leader who only has level five Pokemon?" But then I'm guessing like they just realize, "Okay, you're a beginner. We use these Pokemon." Or like, "Oh, you're you beat you you are an advanced player. You use these Pokemon." Well, yeah, have you? Like episode one of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I don't know if y'all have seen anyone has seen that or not. I'm not the but... only one here has seen it. Five times over. Sorry. All right. So you know, you probably know where I'm going with this. Then, but basically, episode one is the main character Yuki goes to this dual school where he has to win against Doctor uh, Crowley. Yeah. Well, just uh, well, everyone's got to beat goes up against someone. And and everyone, all the teachers' decks are supposed to be similarly made. And and it, pretty much, if you win, you're you're in. If you're not, then you're not good enough to even be in. But uh, he's he was a late entry, barely sh showed up on time, pissed off the, one of the head teachers. So he decided. So the Dr. Crawler decided to battle him to, uh, personally with his own personal deck, and that was a, they made a big point to mention that out. So I'm like, okay, this person's, uh, you know, and, if you, and, if you and, and he still got his ass handed to one. I don't know how far GX came, but they had a rematch in season four, which was pretty good. They they ended the duel the same way they ended that duel. It was just it was a it was one of my, it was one of my favorite episodes. 
the season that never got aired in the United States, unfortunately, because four kids suck. Which one? No, uh, GX. They re they rematched in the, in the season four, but they never oh. done season four in America. I should I should go yeah. back and see play some of the old ones or watch some of the old ones because I know I I've seen like Arc Arc Five and uh, oh, what was the new? There was another one after like another one after that. Right. Brains. Yeah, I, I watched saw all of the um, first few seasons of the original series back when the rules changed between episodes. I finally finished watching right. this. Uh, okay. Yeah, the uh, well, you know, Crunchyroll has been putting out the original Yu-Gi-Oh show, uh, the in Japanese with English, with English subs. Um, yeah. It's like kind of slow rolling it, but it's not like once a week. It's like four a month. Like, so one day they'll drop four episodes, and then a month later you'll come back with four more episodes, and they're they're almost done with the final arc. Yes, so. <laughs> I, I saw the rest of them variety, so I I, I didn't have to wait. This is on the subject of animes. Do you guys? So with this topic about Pokemon, do you guys ever seen the Pokemon anime back in the days, or you still do? I haven't seen it. Just the just the first, the first season. I think I remember bits of Orange Islands. I kind of want to get into it again, but there's like so many series and episodes, like it's insane. Plus, my my roommate in college rewatched the entire first season. He had it on DVD, uh, so I saw it then. So that's really the only bit of it that's very fresh in my mind. Yeah, so I probably watched all like the first four or five seasons, like all of them. And then it fell out of it a bit. Kind of came back into it again, around um, when the near the end of the Gen Four arc. No, Gen. I think it was Gen Five arc, but yeah, you know, where where he, Ash was in the finals and and lost, and then there was the the big big bad guy ending arc after that. So I, that and then after that they. When they started revamping it with the new art style, I couldn't watch it. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you guys an opinion on this. Since I brought up the Pokemon anime, I was at Comic Con um, last year, and I think one of, one of the last finals of the event was like one of the Pokemon VAs from the anime. And I asked them an idea. I was like, "Hey, why do you? How can I watch the episodes? Because like, it's scattered to watch the episode." And the guy was like, "Oh, you could just buy the episodes. You could watch them on Pokemon TV." And it gave me an idea. What if we just had like a Pokemon streaming service where you could watch all the Pokemon episodes? Like, I know Pokemon already has that Pokemon TV, but like, it's only a select few episodes. Instead, they just should like have all the episodes at one place or something like that. I brought it up to my friend. He's like, that's not enough to sell a streaming service. I'm like, sure it is. Pokemon's over a thousand episodes. I'm pretty sure that would like somebody to pay like this, say $5 a month for it. I don't think the entire thing is, but most a lot of the seasons are on Netflix or some of the other big ones. Have you ever seen the um, the Pokemon special manga? Well, no, I, to be honest, I do want to read the manga. I just haven't gotten around to it. When you say special, what do you mean by that? Well, it's it's very different from the anime. It's it's that kind of like a different. Was, was like the, no, that one. That one did not last very long it, it, it's like its own continuity it's it's very interesting it's not about ash it starts with red and they actually have a new protagonist <clears> for every like series um, oh, yeah. and it's just it's it's i don't know it, it was interesting 
because it's kind of a different take on Pokemon. I kind of I kind of want to read a manga, but mangas are so expensive. They're just expensive as comics. They're like eight bucks a, a a book, and like I mean, you know, if you buy like I say, mangas like twenty issues. That's like two hundred fifty dollars. I don't know. Someone do the math for me. That's twenty times eight. Hundred and sixty. There we go. Yes, there we go. Sorry, I I'm tired. <laughs> but no, I do want to read the mangas. It's just like I said. I think I did buy the. Uh, Maybe I'll go get it really quick. I bought like the first six issues because like twenty dollars on Amazon for some ridiculous sale. I might look for that in a second, another later. Um, but eventually, I do want to read the manga, or something like that. I guess I don't know if is it still recommended to watch the to watch the read the Pokemon manga. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just like if if you want something different, it, it's kind of. Like, it's still Pokemon, but it, it kind of recontextualizes a lot of the events in the games. And in some ways, it's closer to the games than the anime. I know this is supposed to be Pokemon-based but uh, topics, but kind of on a sidetrack to Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Has anyone ever seen or you know, read the original Yu-Gi-Oh! manga and or seen Season Zero of the anime, which is pretty much a retelling of it? You know, before the four kids, uh, I've seen some arc. of it, yeah. But that's a that's it was a, that's very a, different, that's an amazing season. I, watch it, I probably watch it once a year. I think I'm due, it's been a while since I've seen it, <laughs> but it goes, it's really dark, yeah. And I, and I like how he they play other games other than dual monsters. They have a manga app on the Switch, actually, and I was trying to look it up. It was one I checked out a long time ago. It was called Inky Pen, and I was trying to see if they have any of these mangas on, on here. That's why I'm looking down. I'm trying to look at my phone to see what that if they have any of those on okay. there. I find my mangas. It doesn't matter. I'd rather read them in ebooks anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's what I was saying. Like the There's the Nintendo Switch inky pen that has mangas on it but i don't know if it has all yeah. like a, they a large probably library. wouldn't have big ones they'd probably have more like indies or smaller smaller ones that just right. that just like fell off quickly like everyone was so excited like oh great we can read comics on the on the switch but then like why would you <laughs> we have comicology and ipads and stuff like that yeah i guess it's it's called pokemon adventures is the official Engle, english translation now here's the big question. special is the japanese term title for it here's like the here's Mon a, pocket monsters yeah. special here's a big question have you guys ever heard of this manga called um pokemon rebirth called what no it, it's a very 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 obscure uh, pokemon manga i think the only and i think jay was made a video about it he's like literally the only source of information for this manga it's like kind of obscure it's like more mature story for pokemon but like i said it's it's I think I think no one remembers that series. It's like if it wasn't for Jay Wiz, it would have been like lost media by now. It's like, it's, like, it's like basically like humans like transfer into Pokemon and then they use the gems like that. It's like I said, it's super obscure. Did you Never say the humans transfer into the Pokemon? Just watch uh, Jay Wiz video on the on the on the on the series. Like it's just like. I swear, I think he's like the only one who has any information on the whole series. It's like, I think Gundam he's making meat. it up. What? <laughs> no, it exists. It exists. He's a, <laughs> the only person who is. 
Do you guys even know who Jay Wiz is? Uh, I uh, have no uh, idea who Jay Wiz is. Who's Jay Wiz? Nope. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. He's You're gonna have to share links now. YouTube. Share some links. He was a Pokemon YouTuber, but then he became more of a Nintendo YouTuber, and now he just makes videos on whatever the hell he feels like it. Like oh, he just geez. released what? He just released one of them, a UVR, yesterday. Can't say watch him. He's, he's cool. I like him. Well, share share the link with us. You feel old. Yeah. How <laughs> do you do that here? Do you, is there a chat room or something? No, just put it in the dinner table uh, channel. So put it in there. Oh. Um, well, I know this is the point of what we do here at the the buffet style dinner table right as we go off in these different tangents but to bring us back around because i want to make sure we get it um you guys get the opportunity to discuss what we should be playing for the next uh uh retro rewind game so i know there was trying to see if i can go back i don't have it in my notes but i was trying to think back on some of the other games we talked about but throw out some games it, basically the idea behind retro rewind again is for everybody who may not be here to be able to join in it's and it's a, because it's a game that people can get to so either it has to be available on the switch somehow or the 3ds because a lot of people still have a 3ds or on the classic systems either the classic um re-releases or the original machines because next, next month is Christmas and we should fix something like Christmas theme or winter theme if we can think of one. I don't know. How about um not ice climber? I'm gonna use a Mario. I'm gonna say it should be a sports ball game. Sports ball. What about Die Hard for any NES? Axis, right? Oh. Die Hard is that Ooh. easily accessible? You just get a wow, that's obscure. One of the best Christmas movies of all time. Yeah. Uh, well, then again, I don't think we're we're allowed to. Got to watch a movie. Is that what we're saying? We're watching a movie for retro. No, I was thinking. I mean, I don't think we're allowed to do that here. Sorry. Um. Sorry, um. Wait, wait, say again. Sorry. Is there a diehard uh, NES game? There's a sure Home Alone can. SNES game. Right. Was uh, it's 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 not very good though. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Go with but one it of exists. my favorites. It's it's I, I mean I wouldn't say it's Christmassy, but I'm, one of my favorite old school Zelda S games would be Crystallis. It's on the Oh, it's on the that's a good online. one. I mean the hit the hit boxes are a little jam. It's a great game. That is a great game. Good pick. What about Star Trek? I've, I've never been able to play Crystallis, Crystallis. Well, every time I try it, I can't get. I never get far. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. You got just got to get good. Come on. You say that was N- uh, NES? NES. Yeah, NES. I think it's on the NES. According to this, it's on the NES online. I'm checking the. Yeah, it's on NSL. It is. Yeah. It, I think it's also in that. It's also in that. Uh, SNA, SNK, SNK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anniversary. I don't have that, but yeah. And allegedly, it may or may not be on my NES Classic, so. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. Have you guys uh, have you guys tried Star Tropics yet? Is it, have you guys done that one yet? Did you say Star Tropics? Yeah, no, I, I thought that'd be kind of neat to play. You know, I haven't played it myself. What's that? really Witcher team. 
be fine. I've played that before. I, I, I remember buying it on Wii Virtual Console and playing it like, through. I got to the final boss and I just couldn't beat it. That's Why is a tough that game. That's a tough game when you get even there's, even there's... the last the last third of that game can be pretty tough. Put it this way: if you've never played it before, early on in the game, you're in one of the dungeons on Star Tropics, and one of the rooms you don't you know you got it's kind of think of like a Zelda dungeon in terms of the view. So you go through, and you don't know which door you need to go through. You go through one door. One door is just death. It's just a pit you jump into. <laughs> well, that, that game's built on the Zelda engine. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. It's, it's definitely a trial and error on some things. As is uh, someone who beat it like 30 years ago. Well, I think one game I was going to throw out, uh, but chose a different game because I think of Halloween, I was going to throw out Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> that that sounds more for like February when the Super Bowl happens. If we were going to have a Super Bowl, I think the Bowl would still be around by then, unfortunately. That's only, yeah, that's only a couple months away, isn't it? Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. It'll be like second week February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I feel like we're still gonna be in this annoying pandemic until then. So, to make cast a Super Bowl, imagine they cast a Super Bowl, that'd be insane. Or maybe have it online, like it was I think they'll do, I think they'll just, yeah, I think they'll do what they did for like the World Series where there just wasn't anybody. No, Hardly no, I think, I think the whole NFL season has been going on. You know, I think it might have had a week off, a week late start, but you know, and there, and some games have been postponed or rescheduled due to teams having COVID. Yeah, but the whole season's been going. You know, that ha- it hasn't, it wasn't really delayed at all. So yeah, it's, it's easy at this point. They, sh- I see no reason of them not having a Super Bowl. Speaking of um, NFL, well, didn't they have? Sorry, what? So Jesse, the, the the thing they did this year was they gave every team like twelve extra players. So that when all the players on the active roster get COVID, they can just bring up players to, to replace them. Is that That's what they did? What, except for except for like a couple of positions of real skilled players, they're all grunts. It's all they're all replaceable essentially. So like I don't know, I, I just know the Chiefs have the second best uh, standings in the in the league oh, right good. now. Um, Jesse. The Steelers are the, are the best best record right now, ten and zero. But we're supposed to play on Thanksgiving. Wait, wait, and do you are the, the Browns fans? I'm gonna give you crap. Didn't they one of those games like, advertised on Animal Crossing recently and stuff? Football? What? I don't. No, they think it was one of the teams. They they promote themselves on Animal Crossing. Lions, the Detroit Lions did. Because no, because like uh, um, I was really hoping you guys would bring this up. You know, we're talking about Animal Crossing during the podcast, but I think that's kind of recently made a whole like statement where like you you officially can like advertise through Animal Crossing now. I don't even saw the video about that game explaining. We're like, yeah, like, that's you... something that they put out last week. I think it was it was in regards to Joe Biden what he was doing. Well, I, I think it, he might have been a trigger, but it, it wasn't necessarily only focused on political messaging but just any business advertising they don't want they don't want someone to make a commercial within animal crossing and then put it out there to make money yeah campaign signs weren't they for yeah uh, either either republican or democratic candidates and put it in their houses yeah 
Well, and it was more focused on the business, or in this case, the, the major political party. They don't want that. that if if someone at the on the use single person level wants to do something on their own, I don't. Nintendo didn't care because we're not, we have no mechanism mechanism to make money off of that. But you know, you know, a Walmart or you know, you know, Joe Biden campaign could make a big deal out of it and use it as a fundraising to get money and for the campaign or whatever whatever they else they can do with that and it was a it was focused on business practices as opposed to what people can do at a personal level it was tonight I, I read somewhere, read somewhere that tonight that uh, uh alexandria ocasio cortez a politician up here in canada doing a, a among us live stream <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> Why all these? Why is all these people doing Canada? So they did together. Twitter, they reached out to each other, and he's 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 a very left wing politician for Canada, even. And you know that's her 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 her, her view of uh, south of the border. So they, I guess, they're natural uh, allies that way. Okay, that's interesting yeah, campaign. Played, but he just played and streamed on Twitch. He didn't make an ad or. Oh yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's not that. They're not. Ra- I don't know if they're raising money. They could be raising money off of it. They're politicians. They probably are. Yeah, they find yeah. ways to monetize everything. <laughs> hey, I was trying to raise raise extra life campaign money with uh, Among Us. So does that count? <laughs> I have Among that's Us. That's a better. So that's I'm a better like cause, it. at least. Did you get your? Oh, I'm losing letters. Did you get your little sign? Did I get life? What do they call it? The movie? Oh, marquee? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even look to Mine see if the, I did. It's backwards. My get well guru. I put for my last stream. Yeah, we, since since we raised more than two hundred and fifty dollars, you should you could have been able to send in and get like a, a letterboard for a lit letterboard you didn't for have free. To send in, they just send it to you. Well, I don't know whose address got- is under the Nintendo Dad's page. <laughs> That's what my name is under. So. If we got one, it's I going to Justin, from, probably. <laughs> I got the email from Justin today because my donation to Tim's, uh, and I won a, a, a Switch case. Oh, nice. Pixel Pal. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm on a bit of a streak. I work, I won five vacation days and another draw, so I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Now that's a prize. <laughs> now that's a prize right there. Five vacation oh. days. I gotta be honest. I still gotta send up my prizes. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I tried to do it last weekend, but you know, parenting. Yeah. For dad. Doggone adulting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Responsibilities. Right. Who won a prize? Chris did. Chris won the prize. Some of the, the switch game. Some of the, the dad's the... Oh, actually, never mind. Sorry. I thought you won the dad's at the dark prize. I should have been paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So uh, uh, we, we gotta pick three. that game. We gotta pick that game. Right, I know, I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, let's see. It's December. Let's give us December. I know. Uh, I know. There's a, ga- a game that I've really been wanting to get back to, uh, but I don't know how readily available it even is anymore. But uh, NES game, um, Little Nemo. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that one. That game oh, is like five and I, it'll be impossible. Yeah, yeah, that'll be pretty much impossible. But I, 
I was just yeah, remembering really that the other day I came across it and I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta play through that again sometime because I that one is one I kind of relate. I don't know why I relate it to Christmas. Maybe I got it at Christmas. I have no idea, but it's, maybe it's the giant train level or something like that where you're riding the the train level. But yeah, that that's a it's a good it'd be a good game. But yeah, it I I don't know how that? easily that would be. What about that Santa oh, Helper nice. game on the eShop? We could play that game. <laughs> retro. The one's like five retro. cents. It's okay. For, it's kind of retro. It's retro. Right, it's got to be retro. Final Fantasy 3 slash 6 and suplex a train. There you go. <laughs> what about what about winter games for the NES? That's kind of retro. No. Winter games? Hockey is on Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, so I'm looking at the list right now. The, yeah, so there's hockey. Us. Ice hockey, yeah. I see that. Hockey. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it now, sorry. There's ice hockey, definitely. I wrote down the Crystalis one. I can never pronounce that game. You can always go ice climber. Oh, Crystalis. Oh, for the ice climbers. Crystallis yeah. or Rygar sounds good to me for NES games. Oh, Rygar. If you want to pair, you want to pair it with the dad's with the monthly mayhem. There's the the original Legend of Zelda. It can be used as an alt contest instead of Age of Calamity. True. And I I I, I, I think it was Monday night or whatever whatever night that that episode went live. I did a hundred of full playthrough of Legend of Zelda, you know, front to back. First time I've probably finished the game in over 20 years. First time I did it in one setting in probably 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a real Zelda sucker for punishment, if Mayhem is Zelda 1, you do Zelda 2 for Rich Rewind. (laughs) I thought we did that one, though, didn't we? Yeah, that, that, that was... We did that. We did that as one of the original retro rewind, and no, no one liked it. I I got to <laughs> the end stretch. A couple people, and I, could, and I couldn't get to the end. If we're playing the Zelda two, I mean, as much as I love that game, I'm I'm pulling out the Game Genie then. There's no way <laughs> I'm doing that again. I've I've done it before. That's good. <laughs> I don't know how that. I don't know how this game is that hard. I don't. I can understand if you don't like it because it's a. You know, dramatic departure from the original game, but I could beat it in my sleep at this point. I, I mean, bragging? I, 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 did I used it, to be I, able to. I love it. That was it's a humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game. It's, it's just, it's just, uh, man, right there towards the end. It, there's a couple of spots that I, I don't know. Maybe I just don't have the reflexes I did before. I did it before. Wait, but... Trying to get through the Castlevania. Mountain, no light, who doesn't yeah. help. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to throw out uh, a life force. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, and I just missed that. But that's that's one of my favorite. Uh, you know, I know it's similar to a lot of different games back then, but I, but I really like that one. Life force. And I think I yeah, life force. And I think that's on the. I'm pretty sure that's on the NES uh, online. I'm looking through. The shmup, right? Yeah. 
Konami, because I know I know the Konami co code works for it. So. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, front, B, A, stuck, start, sorry. That's basically a song, I know. I do I did not know that was a song. Did you make up the song? It's not about the comic code, just Kirby Cargo has a song that's titled that, but it's nothing to do with the comic code, sorry. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the band Kirby Krakow. No. I'm so young. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, I'll put that. In, I'll put that there, chat. Why not? No, I haven't paid attention. I'm I'm old. I haven't paid attention to modern music in probably 20 years. Talk radio like and then podcasts for. <laughs> put it in a cross game and then you'll know what's about right. Maybe we could do a modern. What do you think I'm doing right now? <laughs> So yeah, I can't play. find. I can't find S5 life I can't find. I always summon Jesse. Always summon Jesse by saying Picross, not whatever we are using. I cannot find Life Force on NES. Uh, online, at least, it could be on. Maybe it was on the Classic. You think it was on the Classic NES Classic? It doesn't sound familiar. Okay. In maybe fact, I actually booted up my maybe Classic. It's just and... on, uh, maybe it's just mine. <laughs> Very possible. If you see it on your classic, then yeah, it might be just yours. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I could have sworn. I wonder if it's uh, I wonder if it's on. Um, you know what game I kind of probably in some collection. You know what game I kind of. As it um. You guys ever heard of this uh, Super Nintendo Genesis game called Aerial the Acrobat? You ever heard of that game? Yes. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever played it. It was, like a, one of those it was a bat, things. wasn't um, it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he was the Sunsoft's mascot. Yeah, yeah I actually game. replayed that for another podcast along with them. Oh. I think I had that game when I was a kid, way before I even got my own PlayStation. I just ran behind a Super Nintendo with that game and... I mean, was, I didn't get to play that game long until my parents got me a PS1, so I kind of want to just play it so it can beat it. I mean, I know that game is probably crap with bad controls, but I don't know. It looks, I'm going to I'm going to beat it. Life Force is right, the, so, okay. the gradient, isn't it? Yeah, arcade Archives, yeah, Life Force. It's, it's like that. I just saw that. It is Arcade Archives. Yeah. I knew I had it on my Switch. Arcade, Ar arcade Archives. Gradius is on here. Gradius is on Gradius there on is the good NES. Too, but for whatever reason, Life Force was, uh, I always liked that better, even though, you know, it's really, it's pretty much the same game. <laughs> so if we do that, I can, I can play it on my arcade over here. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you too. I mean, there's video. lots of different versions. It, it'd probably have better graphics if you did. Well, it, Arcade Archives is likely the. Arcade version. That's usually Probably, what they do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, as, yeah, about, as, opposed to, as opposed to popping it into the like, I have the original cartridge too. As opposed to just popping that in there, I'm sure the NES graphics were probably a a step down. A little bit limited. So that was arcade archives. Okay, so we gotta start narrowing it down. And you guys are hovering around a lot of NES games, so I'm guessing we're gonna be picking an NES game this time. Yeah, we should think of a Super Nintendo game for once. How about? Uh... Oh, we've been doing Super Nintendo games for the last few times. Yeah. We had a game. Games, you know? A month or two ago. 
What's that? Right. We did Demon's Crest. Yep, for October. Uh, so that was uh, one. Yep. Um, it was a few because we did Kirby Dreamland uh, three. I mean, those are just the most accessible since we have you know the yeah online. Yeah, because because uh, I'm pretty sure everyone here has an All Star Collection. Samara sixty four. I I don't have it. <laughs> no, yeah. but. But there is the All Star version on the Super Nintendo. How about so. the I have it, but I don't. I don't want to play it. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah, me too. Because I, I actually literally played the game for an hour and it's pissed me off. <laughs> but sixty four? Why? So here's it's, the it's the camera sucks. Oh, it's, so it's going back to ninety nine, see, this is the first 3D platformer ever. They have to start somewhere. All right. So talking about. Uh, the older games. One of the games I was thinking about, and I, Jesse, I don't remember if this has been done yet in the in the re retro rewind series. Super Mario Brothers three. Now, you have two choices. I don't know if we did three. I think we did two, but I don't think we did okay. three. Well, you got two choices with that though. You got Super Mario Brothers three for the NES, or Super Mario Brothers three on the All Stars pack in the SNES Online. Let's do the original too. <laughs> what? I the original. It's not the same. Okay. I, I didn't get. What's what that? Are the choices? Super Mario Three is in, in two places. You got Super Nintendo. You can play it on the All Stars, the Super Nintendo, and you can play it on the original NES version. Yeah. You can also play it online, or yes. your NES Classic. Yes. That's what he means. There's two versions of Super Mario Three. Right. There's, there's the different ways of playing it. So. Yeah, the oh, okay. the way it was worded, I thought he would make them actually two different executables so you can choose from. Like what? I thought they were all the same. Well, they are. Just the three on the All Stars looks different because of the 16-bit that they chose. Yeah, for yeah, or you can you can other. buy that you know box that's still sealed. That's 150 thousand dollars. <laughs> That's exactly why I want to do this because I'm going to open that sucker up and we're going to play. That's right. Oh, you mean this one right here? No, this one. You want to lick as you pop it? You want to open it up and lick it? Right, right. Yeah. Like I said, some of us are trying to save up to buy another next gen console, so we have to. Would you want to buy a PS5 or spend 150 grand, like mortgage your house for that? I'll go for this Xbox. I want the 150 grand Super Mario 3. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, they announced the. Uh, they need to say there was like a Super Mario 3 got sold for like two hundred thousand dollars or something. Like that. I have my yeah, research. That's, on what, that. that's what I was talking about. It new record oh, the most anybody paid for a video game. I think because there's like a sticker that just proves it's like not so. It's right like a. Like it's it's like a first it's print of the box box. that has the logo different. Does anybody know another game off possible on the list real quick? I know I already nominated one. If you haven't done it yet, what about River City Ransom? Yeah, so we can, we can add that. I mean, there's the uh, Double Dragon collection on the Switch. Like, it's kind of worth it for three dollars for twenty games. I'm trying to pull. I'm trying I to downloaded pull the River City Girls on Game Pass. River City Ransom game? is on the NSO stuff, NES. Yep. So that's, that's there. I'm just looking at the online. So 
There's zero money to get in if you have a Switch. Right. Plus and I was going to actually ask about this one because the, the cover is jumps out to me every time I pass it, and that's Journey to Silas. Has anybody played that before? I've so, played part of it, but, but I... I booted it up and played the it. first level. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Like it's actually, it's not bad. I just I just didn't get yeah. back to it. Okay. I, I booted mine up to get to the Legend of Zelda earlier this week, and that was like three or four games. I'm like, I didn't even know this was here. <laughs> I don't remember. Right. I'm, not, I'm sure I said those words when I did the news that week, but I completely forgot about them. Yeah, that was what I did with the Immortal game. I was like, oh, that came out for the <laughs> NES Online. <laughs> That, that 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 I'm guaranteed that's a rough one. That's a rough one. It was rough on the Genesis. Okay. And there's the uh, really yeah. I, I booted it up. It's confusing. Yeah, it was. All I these games, I'll use. I'll usually start them up, but I I I don't dedicate myself to you know <laughs> playing them to the end. But anytime there's new ones, I I at least check them out. So Chris, what were you saying there? I just I was reading through the list. Oh, okay. Because uh, I remember Marty mentioned Scat was a fortunate name for a game. Oh, Scat. <laughs> Special cybernetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Just don't look yeah. up Scat on the internet. Yeah, no. Before, no. Before I played Zelda, I did some preparation. Is that a Swastika sign? Wow. That's You're cheating over there. Come on, you gotta go off memory. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I gotta pick up sure that, uh, I wanna pick maps. up that I want to pick up that uh, hand-drawn book. That looks... Yeah. That looks... I can't wait to get that. I'm still upset. I think I'm going to do it. I have my own set of hand-drawn maps back when I was a kid. I have no idea what happened to them. (laughs) Yeah, me too. You could have been selling them. I think that was $150,000 on the internet. Right? (laughs) Jesse's hand-drawn Zelda game maps. $150, $150,000, going once, going twice. Who's going? I don't think anybody would pay a dollar for mine. I mean, we use this mask when you have the internet nowadays, so whatever. We used to have to use graph paper. Mine mine was drawn on graph paper. Graph paper. Graph paper all the way, yes. I don't know if you guys ever played the uh, old fantasy RPGs, but I think that's what they had to do to get to the mazes. You have to use like actual graph paper to go around it, because it's like a giant maze. And if you don't do that, otherwise, which games? Uh, fantasy Star, the first one, not the online. Oh, one. yeah, I never played the original, but I, I played it uh, when uh, on the Sega Ages, which does auto map drawing for you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to play that game. Did you beat it? Because I haven't beat it. I did there. beat it. I always found a weird enjoyment in the Etrian Odyssey games that use the DS second liked... screen to have you. It it helps you, but it also still makes you manually draw a map. Yeah, I never liked the Etrian Odyssey games. I I remember I I think I rented the first one, and then I played like the demo for four, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. And then Persona Q, I played like half of it. Still, it was like 55, 50 to 55 hours to play half of the game. So I felt satisfied and didn't and got my money's worth out of it. But I just got uh, difficulty walled and I couldn't beat that third boss. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty fine-tuned battle system. Like, that's what impressed me. Like, I had 
a couple times I would have trouble beating a boss and I would actually respec my team and then I'd be able to beat them. Even though respecing your team makes you level down. Play like the, the, the the mystery dungeon game. Actually, honestly, because I bought it, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, it'd be nice to play another mystery dungeon game that's not Pokemon." Then I died so early in the game, and like, I'm like, I'm not interested in this game anymore because I died so easily. Yeah, I, I you know, I've always said I don't like job systems, which is you know, like when I tried playing. Very default. Probably default. Yeah, I, can't I, believe, I can't believe there's an actual guy in that game that's the same name as me. It's insane. Guys, I'm a Derby Default 2. Representing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got to like the first boss. I couldn't do anything because I so I had to respec and I which means I had to start over on a level and level up. I'm like, nah, I'm done. I need, I need to you know, beat but, that but, you know, I just recently so I haven't I never got far in Final Fantasy three. Never really had a chance to try five yet. But but I've I, I remember liking Dragon Quest Nine. I recently played uh, three and six and beat them. They had job systems, so maybe I've warmed up to them. I'll, I'll figure to try Final Fantasy three again someday. Where can you find? Final, are you talking Where Final Fantasy? Oh. The real okay. Final Fantasy three, not okay. six. All right. Yeah. That's, Where, that's, can you play I those? agree with you. He's he's not he's not Marty dead. Cause six three just to confuse us. It's like, come on, no, right. I say three. I mean three. Yes. All right. Oh, I, uh, have I have that one too, yet. and that's that's uh that's one I've never gotten all the way through because I, 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 I haven't gotten more than two hours. That first yeah. dungeon pisses me off. Yep. Have you ever beaten um, Octopath Traveler, Jesse? Curious. I have not played more than the demo. I, I, beat, I, I beat it, but I did not beat the post game content. Same here. That's nothing to be ashamed of. I very super rarely beat this game, but super bosses. That game is just sitting yeah. in my backlog just forever. Just like, yeah, I'll I, get I, I bought it, it, but never played it. There's something about the demo I didn't like, and it just kind of they, like, they changed it from the demo. And then, okay, and then knowing it's like a hundred hour game, I'm like, there are other hundred hour games I'd rather be playing. Ultra <laughs> Path is great. Don't listen to anyone else. Again, as I said earlier, last RJRPG IP. Yeah, well, well, I've been saying all throughout the year. Eleven for the past three months. Yeah, (laughs) well, I've in in the past fourteen months, I have played eight out of the eleven Dragon Quest games. Two past fourteen months. Were you that bored of quarantine? Yes, pretty much. That was, (laughs) and, and, and and there was. There was Animal Crossing in there too. That when I wasn't playing when I was playing Animal Crossing, I wasn't playing Final uh, Dragon Quest. Yeah, which, I, I, uh, dra- I go ahead. I was gonna say which which uh, which Dragon Quest uh, did you end up liking the most? Just out of curiosity. Uh, five has always been my favorite since I played it originally. Eleven's up there, if not, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think eleven just had newness, which is why I think it probably beat five at the time, but five I think might be the ultimate best. See, I'll be honest what I'm like what I'm liking about eleven for someone who hasn't played since Dragon Quest two or Dragon Warrior Two. Eleven is a good place to jump in. Right, but it's a, yeah. I, I love the fact I'm to the point where you're at I forget the name of the 
Kingdom that's all frozen and covered in ice. As soon as we get there, I'm sitting like, oh, wow, my son's like, what? And I'm like, that's the original dungeon music from the original Dragon Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest. <laughs> oh kind of There's good. so many awesome callbacks in that game. Yeah, it's... It was just so well done. I haven't played since 2, so I mean... Yeah. Hey everybody, this is Tim, just breaking in here to let you know this was part one of the Dinner Table Show. This was a much longer episode, so I broke it up into two parts. So, listen up next, or look out for the next episode in your favorite podcasting app, and finish the episode there. Thanks. Thanks.